Gentlemen, welcome to Cartridge Club. The first rule of Cartridge Club is talk about Cartridge Club. The second rule of Cartridge Club is you talk about Cartridge Club. Third rule of Cartridge Club. Someone yells stop, goes limp, taps out. The cartridge is over. Fourth rule. Only two guys to cartridge. Fifth rule. One cartridge at a time, fellas. Sixth rule. No shirts, no shoes. Seventh rule. Cartridges. We'll go on as long as they have to. And the eighth and final rule. If this is your first night at Cartridge Club, you have to cartridge. Welcome to episode one of the Cartridge Club. I'm P1, one half of the Cartridge Bros. Uh, P2 is uh, here with me as well. And uh, we're joined by three guests, and we'll get to them uh, in a short minute. Just want to, anybody who doesn't know us, we uh, we have a YouTube channel. It's uh, called Cartridge Bros, and we have been gaming since a long time, 26 years or so. Our parents thought it was easier to uh, put us in front of a TV than to spend any actual quality time with us, so... <laughs> Luckily, we were raised by the great Miyamoto. <laughs> uh, so I'll jump right into our guests. Uh, to my left, we have Herrick of Haligonia. Uh, I guess for me, it was uh, 1986. I got my first Nintendo and a brand new color TV. Mm. Yeah, that was, uh, yeah, six years old. That was the beginning, yeah. Nice. What, uh, what are some of your favorite games? Oh, favorite of all time. I'm a big fan of the FPSs. I know you don't like the player one. <laughs> <laughs> But that's okay. <laughs> um, right now, I'm, I'm big into Kingdoms of Amalur. I'm really enjoying that one. Mm. There's a really good uh, review for that online. Yeah, I, I, I heard. <laughs> um, I would say of all time, though, would probably be... Uh, oh, geez, I don't know. It's tough. It's hard it, to it, Like if I had to pick one, yeah, I, I couldn't pick one. Just name a couple. Like uh, if you were to, if you had to go into your game room now and pick a game, what would you go to? I'm actually sitting here looking at them, and there's not one that I really want to play with. <laughs> <laughs> All right. No <laughs> the games are used in second hand. So. <laughs> yeah, that's the way to do it. Yeah. <laughs> to my right, we have uh, PC from PC Wizard 13. Hey guys, uh, PC, as, as he said, uh, <laughs> my channel is Dreamcastic channel, which is pretty much all about the Dreamcast, although I do other retro consoles as well. Um, I got into gaming, I've been pretty, pretty much into gaming my entire life, as far back as I can remember. First console was actually the Super Nintendo, and Link to the Past was actually one of my first games, so... Oh, that's <laughs> Appropriate. <huge. laughs> yeah, they were pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's good. Excellent. Huh? So other than the Dreamcast, which... Uh, you have a whole de channel dedicated to. What are some of your other favorite, what's your favorite console besides the Dreamcast? Uh, coming into close two and three would be the Super Nintendo and the original NES. Uh, yeah. I played those a lot as a kid. Those are good. Have any uh, favorite genres of games? Let's try genres instead of favorite <laughs> games, maybe. <laughs> Yeah, I'd have to say first-person shooters again. <laughs> oh, right <laughs> Sorry. on. Yeah. Well, there you uh, go, Unreal. Good. Unreal <laughs> Tournaments being my uh, favorite yes. first-person shooter. Yeah, I used to love Unreal. That makes sense. All right, good. 
RPGs, uh, arcade-style games. I love anything that you can just pick up and play and uh, quickly play through, get a high score, something like that. I always right. like those kind of games. And the Dreamcast has a lot of those, of course. They do. You must like the Saturn, too. Do you collect for the Saturn, too, PC? Yeah, I do have uh, some I noticed some games. games that you had yeah. there, yeah. I was wasn't sure if it was a big one for you or not. Yeah, I have some. I don't uh, collect like I do with the Dreamcast. I don't really go for complete games because they're kind of hard to find for their oh, Saturn. Saturn's expensive. Oh. <laughs> of course, the cases break easily, so That's I usually just get disc only and just games that I want to play. Right on. Cool. Okay. Um... So, two first-person shooter fans. Uh, if our next <laughs> guest, if our next guest really loves Call of Duty, the podcast is over. <laughs> I kid, I kid. Uh, directly across from us, uh, we have who's also from across the pond, uh, Retro J. Hello, everyone. I'm Retro J. Um, my YouTube channel is called J Retromance, and I specialize in what I would like to call a hurricane of pixelated penises flying at your face at various speeds and sizes. Um, Does it well? <laughs> yeah, uh, I I don't really have a sort of um, uh, structure to my channel, which is a bit odd. It's just a sort of ramshackle affair, quite, kind of like a drunk hobo stumbling through the streets, just vomiting and, and defecating, but having a good time while doing so. Um, I'd say that my all-time favourite game would be the original Metal Gear Solid. I'm a huge fan of that. Um, I'm thinking of uh, in my in sort of my all-time favourites, uh, Star Wars Battlefront. I'm a huge fan of that. Not a first-person shooter. Uh, third person. <laughs> uh, we'll take it. The original Ninja Gaiden. Never ever beat it, but I keep going back to it. I'm just uh, love the punishment. Uh, the original Time Crisis, which is a first-person shooter to uh, some extent. And my all-time favorite game of all time is Red Dead Revolver. And favorite I don't know why. It just is. I just I love that game. I love it with a passion. I've let it kiss me on the nape of my neck. Right on the nape. Yeah, right on the nape. It's getting sensual up in here. That's crazy. <laughs> and so, yeah, that's pretty much what I do. And when I'm not uh, on YouTube, I'm pretty much not living or doing anything. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Um, P2, I'm not going to let you off the hook. Uh, we made all of our guests talk about their favorite genres, so uh, now I want to hear what yours are. Did not prepare for this. <laughs> what would you classify um, Call of Duty under? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, uh, I, I'd have to say RPGs are probably my top, followed by uh, probably platformers, I guess, would be probably after that. Yeah, I'm, uh, yeah. And favorite games? Jeez, I don't know. I like. Uh, I probably should have answered these questions before we got on the podcast. <laughs> I wasn't thinking at all. If this only... generation, my favorite games will probably be the Dark Souls and Demon Souls games. To give you an idea oh, of what I like picks. for modern. So I know, Herrick, you love those games, right? Yeah, good picks. Very good. <laughs> good, picks. good, good. But um, but yeah, I don't know. For the old, I like the old 16-bit RPGs a lot too, and so they'd probably be my go-to. But yeah, how about you, Player One? I'm really into Wii Fit. Yeah. <laughs> <And> <laughs> I had the cookie mama was no jam. Well. Yeah, that's right. And just dance four. Not just dance three, because I felt they really lost their roots there. They went a bit uh, too mainstream, didn't they? They did, yeah. I wasn't, you know, they had me twerking and I haven't <laughs> I haven't twerked in ah, years. I know, yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm pretty much the same as you. Uh, RPGs, JRPGs, 
and action RPGs and tactical RPGs and strategy RPGs. Here. Western RPGs and Crash Bandicoot. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, all right. Okay, just for any of our listeners, I just realized we didn't really announce that what the Cartridge Club is, is every month we're going to pick a game. And it's not going to just going to be strictly the two of us picking a game because we're only going to play Super Nintendo games if that was the case. <laughs> go well. <laughs> and only RPGs. We're going to lose a lot of viewers. <laughs> yeah. But uh, we're going to pick a game, and every month we're going to invite all of our subscribers and anybody really at all to, to play the game. And we're going to try and pick games that were important games, like uh, games that were good. We're most likely not going to pick a bad game, maybe later on once other people are playing. But... Uh, we're gonna pick. We're gonna pick games that were good and that had some sort of uh, meaning to us and to other people. And we're gonna invite you, everybody to play. We're gonna tweet about it. Um, who, by the way, uh, PC, your tweets on this month's Cartridge Club have been fantastic. Oh, big time! Uh, thank you. Yeah, it was. Uh, I really looked forward to seeing them all. It was really, really good. And so we're gonna we're gonna tweet about it. We're gonna talk about it on our Facebook, which we're, we cheat because whatever we tweet goes on our Facebook. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and. Uh, and then we're going to do the podcast at the end of the month. And um, the podcast is going to be opened up to any of our viewers, any subscribers, anybody who played the game. Any We're, we're calling it uh, Cartridge Clubbers. So the first three clubbers are PC, Retro J, and Herrick. Um, they'll be featured on the www.cartridgebros.ca site. And, it'll yeah, it's open to anybody. So it's a chance to get on a podcast that maybe people wouldn't normally have a chance to do. And uh, it's an opportunity to talk about games with people because that's really why we're part of the YouTube community because we want to talk about games. We want to discuss it with people and we've been very lucky to uh, encounter some some great uh, people to talk to such as the three that we have here right now. Big time. Very lucky. So uh, a, a big heart, a definite heartfelt thank you to the three of you for being part of this. No, it's a problem. Glad to be here. Yeah, it's fun. It's a good Okay, so uh, P2, why don't you tell us what we've all been playing this month? Oh, uh... Well, I don't know about you guys, but I've been playing Legend of Zelda A Link to the Past, and that is our game for the month. Uh, uh, I thought we were playing Spyro. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've never heard of that game. Oh, well, this next is awkward. Podcast <laughs> over. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I did 30 days, yeah. of ju- 30 days of Just Dance 4. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I'm here to talk about this, so you guys can just listen for a while. <laughs> But yeah, when did it come out? It came out originally in 91, I believe, and uh, came out on the Super Nintendo. And now here's a question. Did it come out before or after Link's Awakening? That's a great question. I got to say before. I would say before. I'm not sure, though. Before. I thought it was the second in the series, wasn't it? No, no, no. Obviously not because Zelda 2 was an right, idiot. Right? <laughs> <laughs> who's, who's this Joker? <laughs> you know what? I should have looked that up. I'm very curious now. It has to be the second in the series because uh, doesn't Link fall asleep and then he wakes up on a floating piece of wood after a link to the past isn't that the start to link's awakening i believe uh, so. link's awakening came out after it, it was did. in 1993 there we go. thank you please so there you go anyway so yeah <laughs> this was the second zelda though to be overhead so you're right there retro jay so i guess it is kind of like whatever they considered to be the sequel to Legend of zelda but yeah so that's the game we picked for this month seemed like a pretty big game and what do we got here? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, I already, yeah, we already discussed what the game was. Now we're just going to talk about our first memories, I think, with it, aren't we? Yeah, that's right, yeah. Yeah. 
So uh, I think we should start with Herrick because this is his first Legend of Zelda game. Good choice. Yeah. Well, I guess uh, my oldest memory would be uh, September 3rd. Um, <laughs> when, I, when I first started playing the game, it was, uh, I, don't know, I don't know, I uh, I wasn't really sold on this game, but uh, as I played it, I, I became pretty addicted. Like since uh, Thursday, this is basically what I've been doing. Um, so yeah, I just haven't stopped. It's uh, uh, it's kind of neat to be a named hero. I'm a big fan of you know choose your own adventure, and this one doesn't really have that aspect. So I've really uh, I've enjoyed that aspect, the actual story of it. Cool. So, uh, was there a reason why you didn't play it when it originally came out? You just weren't into those games at the time. Um, I don't think I had a Super Nintendo. Oh, really? Well, that'll do it then. I, yeah, I had a Nintendo, and I don't think – I think the next console I got was a PS2. Oh, that's wow. huge. Yeah. A huge library to go through. That's great. Oh, and this <laughs> – I'm just looking at the list now going, oh, great. I hope every uh, cartridge club game is something <laughs> old so I can find it what I missed. I know. And that's the beauty. That's great. Cool. Well, I'm happy to hear that. Excellent. Uh, Rashad, Jay, what about you? What, uh, what are your first memories of A Link to the Past? Well – Believe it or not, gents, uh, my dad actually introduced me to this game. Um, so uh, I have him to thank for this. Well, I say thank. I mean, I would have found it eventually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In fact, I'm annoyed at the fact that he took so long to, to do that. So, so if anything, if dad, if you are listening to this, you failed me. Um, so, yeah. So, so he basically uh, had a SNES and wouldn't let me play on it for a long time because he thought I'd break it. I don't know where he got that idea from. But then um, he let me play on Legend of Mana or Secret of Mana. Oh, yes. And um, then the next game I played was this. And it's that I played this more than I played uh, Legend of Mana um, because of the art style, this sort of just I didn't know what to do. I was just playing the game and enjoying it. I didn't know about all the secrets. Obviously, I didn't know where to really go. I just had a really fun time playing with it sort of thing. And it was just to describe it as sort of an emotional thing would be that it was the game I would go to if I wanted to feel happy. Oh, wow. That's pretty big which is quite depressing at the same time <laughs> because my emotional state was at that point and forever locked into video games and I could never feel outside of that. And as my girlfriend sits in this room, I turn and look at her while she plays on Uncharted 2. I know we're, I know, I know we're made for each other. <laughs> Blow my mind here. That's fantastic. <laughs> that is awesome. Yeah, I love it. Uh, so so it's, your first it's short, I enjoyed the game, yeah. When you first played this originally back then, was that your first Zelda or did you play the first it, two NES? It was my first Zelda. So oh. um, uh, when I went back to actually play the first Zelda, I was looking through the, it's at the, with the jaded eyes of a teenager. And oh. I was like, oh, this is crap. It doesn't look any, any good. <laughs> and I was like, I could barely see beyond my spots. And it was just, it was a nightmare. So, um, yeah, oh, that's very I, didn't really, I didn't really give the original the time that it deserved. And I will go back to it but this one will always be the sort of the definer, as it were. You are going to love The Lost Woods. Really? Oh. <laughs> no, not really. <laughs> <laughs> they're pretty brutal. Yeah, in that first Zelda, they're, they're harsh. It's, yeah. it's, a, it's a rough go. <laughs> uh, PC, why don't you tell us, uh, as you said, this is, one of your, this is one of your favorite games, so uh, what are your first memories of ALTTP? Well, as I said earlier, uh, Link to the Past was one of the first games I ever played. It was 
uh, Super Nintendo has been around as long as I've been alive, really. The, uh, um, it was kind of the family console, so we've always had it. And A Link to the Past was one of the games we always had, and I used to play it a lot. I don't think I actually beat it <laughs> right away. I think it was right. a few years I think, after I, I first played it. was the same it. with me, too. Yeah, I mean, it just probably started a million new games and just <laughs> yeah. kind of played around with it. I don't think I ever got past the first boss, really. Uh, probably <laughs> saved the princess and probably about as far as I got. Uh, but, yeah, I've always loved the game. It's just a really great game. It's a great one to start with, that's for sure. Have you played the first two since you started playing this one back then? Uh, no, I actually have not played the original two mm. games. Uh, I want to, but I've never gotten around to playing them. Oh, very good. So you guys are both going to have to experience that again. Very interesting. You're going to love The Lost Woods. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, not going to lie, P1. You sound like you got a bit of a thing in those woods. Oh, I wake up in sweats, and it's like there's there's trees in my bedroom, and it's it's not everything's like sort of reddish brown. Oh, I can't handle it. <laughs> is, that, is that why you've moved to the mountains? It is. No you can see your surroundings like there's no woods. Yeah, I bought I bought three acres of land and I clear cut the whole thing. <laughs> Paved every inch. Of it. Yeah, I'm not getting lost again. <laughs> uh, yeah, so uh, it's the first game I remember. P2 and I playing together uh, as kids, and it's when I realized that he wasn't just a pineapple, that he could contribute things. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> yeah, it was nice. And I just, I don't know, man, it just, it, that game, just the music, the sound, the, the way it looks, the way it feels. Uh, we had a discussion earlier today on what's better, sprites or polygons. And uh, I sprites just, they get me, man. I just, yeah, it's so... That's that look of a sprite never gets old. It never goes away. And you, I don't know. I, I love it. And I don't know if it's because it's what I grew up with or if it's because I resist change, but uh, <laughs> maybe, maybe both. Yeah. But yeah, so Link, go ahead. Sorry, I was going to say, like, do you remember the um, when they started going into like 3D Virtua Fighters and stuff like that, how yeah. monstrous they looked? Yeah. Like, yeah. The sprites yeah. will be a timeless yeah. form of artwork. And they've like the fact that it still is a called upon style of art animation just shows the successfulness of it exactly True. i agree 100 percent um yeah so that's we love it's a game we've always loved and our parents always loved the zelda games and they played them with us and they they loved the music and they loved the sounds and even my daughter today she uh she's in band and she's take she's playing the xylophone and she was playing uh zelda's lullaby today before she left because she was bored so <laughs> nice uh, yeah link link and zelda and uh they're always just going to be part of our family, and this game is really sort of where it all began after my intense fear of the Lost Woods. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. That's crazy though that like you got your whole family involved in that. They're like that they are. Because me and my parents, my parents wouldn't give two shits about some of the stuff that I play nowadays. It's sort of like, like you said about GTA Five. It's like, oh, you're murdering another prostitute. <laughs> Why are you bringing your work home? But. <laughs> Yeah, it's always been a family thing. The only time we're not screaming at each other is that eight minutes between the load-in screen and the first death of a video game. <laughs> yeah. I just have flashbacks of my childhood. <laughs> yeah, so it's, uh, yeah, it's always been something that our parents did with us, and now I'm passing on to my daughter. And some, cool. someday I assume P2 will as well. Um, yeah, so it's... Anyway, that's, and we chose this game because it's a game that everybody loves. I don't know anybody who's played it that didn't love it. And uh, there's a, for anyone who doesn't know, there's a sequel coming out on the 3DS this year. Yes, uh, there a is. A Link Between Worlds. And this is a great way to uh, 
to play through uh, beforehand. Might have to get a 3DS for that one. Oh, oh, oh you, you have to get it. You should. Yeah, you should. 3DS is where it's at. I honestly was not expecting them to announce anything like that. I mean, I had I don't know about you guys, but it wasn't even on the radar as being like no, an up-and-coming thing. It was just sort of like, boom, there it is. It's coming out I soon. I was expecting Majora's Mask, you know, for yeah. 3DS, but yeah. this blew me away. And I really liked that they went back to the top-down look. At the... Yes, oh, it definitely. So let's uh, let's talk about the story. Uh, mm. I mean, it's a Zelda game, so it's Zelda gets kidnapped. You have to save her. Ganon's the bad guy. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, what's the name of the uh, What's the name of the first elder that you meet again? Sahasha Rasha Rasha Rala Halavara. Right. Sahasrahala. Sahasrahala. Right. We'll just call him Jim. Yeah, I think everybody <laughs> I think everybody should have to say that name. So BC, how would you pronounce it? <laughs> Sarahala. That's pretty good. <laughs> and Herrick? Uh, Sasha Rala. <laughs> yeah, I'm going with Jim. <laughs> Why would they pick that guy to be the guy that tel- talks to you telepathically throughout the entire game? Yeah. I know. Because they spent so much money on his name, right? They had to pay per character. Can you imagine how hard he had to concentrate just to get his name to you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, like each each letter that he has to carve like telepathically into your mind is really taking a toll on him. And he's like, for fuck's sake, my name is like 11 letters long. <laughs> he, didn't, he didn't want you to confuse him with any of the other shorter named Dennis's yeah. if I rule. <laughs> it's Toby. Uh, which Toby? Is that Bomb Shop Toby? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so the uh, the story of uh, Link to the Past it's a, it's a pretty generic Zelda story, mm. and they, they I mean they carry this over through through all the games right it's you know you're Link Zelda needs help Hyrule's in danger Ganon's an asshole um, yeah and and away you go the Triforce has been broken or it's been missing or it's hidden and you need to find it yeah it's just kind of like yeah it's it's, it's out there just go on <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah uh, it's simple though and it does work right that's um, it does work. And here's what How I'm wondering. Oh, go okay, ahead. Sorry, no, you carry on. You carry on. I was going to say because <laughs> that's that's essentially the same every time, and it doesn't bother me. But right. when other games like uh, Battlefield or Call of Duty or uh, – <laughs> and I just use those as two, they're the two biggest <laughs> examples – release, and they're the same, that drives me nuts. So why is it that one bothers me and one doesn't? I don't know. Is it because we know it's um... – uh, cl- uh, almost like a classical Japanese narrative. Like, it's the way that it's uh, portrayed is that it's a simple story eternally retold. And, the you know, you see a lot in Japanese games where they basically kick out the same game every year, but with updated versions, and it's because people love to live that one story again and again. It's like, why do we watch movies over and over again? It's because we want to feel the same thing. And that might be the easiest way of mind. capturing it. Yeah, you just blew it's my mind. <laughs> I don't know. I don't, that's that's just a theory. That is just a theory, but I'm just thinking that might. That's what it means to me. That's a good theory. That's a that's brilliant. <laughs> oh, 
Well, lads, we know what I what career I'm going into next. <laughs> game theory. <laughs> <laughs> um, did anybody not like the stories? Or anybody said, "Wow, I'm really tired of saving this princess." You know, shouldn't she have bodyguards? Yeah, <laughs> silly bitch. What was thinking of? Oh, okay. Actually, uh, I don't have a problem with the story, but I do have a problem with one of its characters, and that would be his uncle. Uh, What's a oh, really? fat load of shit he is. <laughs> and, does, and does Link give a crap that he's dead? No, he just takes his sword, there might as well be a goddamn pen, op- like pen knife, and then just and walks away. That's a good point. No burial for you. Uh-huh. He actually lives. Did well, I just blow your mind? Shit. <laughs> <laughs> but you don't see him until the very, very end of the game, like after the credits and everything. And I'm wondering what happened to him during all that. Was he in the dungeon the whole time? I don't yeah. know. <laughs> Just hanging out, crawling himself out. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I wonder. Yeah, how did he get out of there? Because he was, know. they gutted him like a pig. Oh, yeah, he was toast. He was toast. As a kid, I do remember like thinking that his injuries were like way more graphic. And when I played through it recently... I know. In my, in my mind, I was thinking to like myself, I was like, oh yeah, I remember that he's like, he's like dead and there's like blood everywhere or something like that. And then when I played yeah. it, I was like, no, nah, that's not the case. It's just... just want to rest. Just... Yes. <laughs> it's obviously my, my mind is like, yeah, just blood, just everywhere. <laughs> everywhere. The walls are smeared. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a Saw movie down there. <laughs> <laughs> that's probably how he got out. He was just like laying dead pretending to be yeah. It's like, that's it was right. me all along. <laughs> yeah, that's right. He is good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Would you like to play a game? <laughs> I think Ganon's an absolute turd, though, isn't he? Uh-huh. Like, like every time he comes back, it's like I swear that the the guy who or the team that has to design him for his look, they just get the the best job because it's just like right. Let's think. What does an asshole look like? <laughs> he's a pig. Oh, he's some guy with a giant nose. He's, he's... <laughs> Yeah. It's just it's just every time the iterations get harsher and harsher to him. Eventually he's just gonna be some like like snotty blob that's on the floor and it's just gonna be like, ah, I just killed eighteen children before you came in this door. <laughs> what yeah. an asshole singularity. I almost uh, I almost feel bad for Ganon because throughout the, the timeline it's many different links and many different Zeldas, yeah. but it's the same Ganon the whole time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So like ten games in, he's like this fucking kid. <laughs> Why you know, every time I go to take over the world, I'm not even trying I'm just I'm just looking at real estate, you know, this is a nice castle. How much are you asking for it? Ah, oh, you got a fucking kid dressed in green. Yeah, Fantastic. Good. What's your name? Let me guess. <laughs> it's like to be honest, there's no uh, there is um nothing to say that Ganon didn't purchase the deed to that castle. I mean it's pretty run down in areas. It was in good of bit Nick. Maybe he bought it because it was a renovation project. <laughs> the princess clearly wasn't castle. looking after it, she was spending a lot of time in the goddamn dungeon. Yeah, that's right. She chose to be in there. Running around with guards. <laughs> what she do? What she do? Yeah, actually, the guard that was um God that was uh, guarding her uh, had the giant spiked balls, didn't he? He yep. did. Yep. Yeah, she liked that. She liked that. Come <laughs> <laughs> together. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, that's. <laughs> yeah, that's. <laughs> Those are the that's story. <laughs> <laughs> and there was also Agonim. Ag- Agnim. Yeah. Agonim. He was a he was a turd, wasn't he? As well, wasn't he? Oh, yeah. he was just sort of a lackey, like. Uh... I actually, I, I remember I thinking that he was going to be like the big bad, like he somehow was going to be, like he was going to come back and then Ganon was going to die and then you were going to face him again. Yeah. I don't know why, but I felt that he was always suggested as being more powerful than he was. I remember, I'm not sure if it was on, because I know PC did a video where he talked about A Link to the Past, mm. um, and I'm not sure if it was the comments there or if it was somewhere else, but I remember reading somewhere that somebody... Uh, 
when when Aganim 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 when the bad wizard (laughs) (laughs) when he first disappears there that somebody didn't know to cut the curtain and chase him and I can't remember who where I read that but uh, I I kept stuck for hours I I had to Google that he goes into the curtain he he left the castle I'm running around like what the how what the fuck it's like like, how are you meant to know though how are you meant to know it's true because he disappears into the curtain man. So, <laughs> he disappears up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And well, up, up is up is universal snares code for dead. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I beat him. <laughs> there was that, and, and I don't know which dungeon I did. It was the one where you have the uh, the, the swamp castle, oh, mm. the swamp house, where you have to swim up the waterfall. Yeah. How the fuck are you supposed to know that? Spring yeah. the waterfall. Which one's that now? You're not. You go. It's 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 the. Um, oh right, right, right. I know where. It's like mean. the second. Yeah, the second Dark World uh, Palace. Right. And, and you have to swim. Yeah. yeah, you have to swim up the waterfall. It's like, are you serious? <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, once I realized you could cut curtains and swim up waterfalls, sixty <laughs> percent of my time playing. <laughs> <laughs> smashing that stuff that I couldn't cut. <laughs> I, I, like, I love the secrets. I want all the secrets. So, like, I'm running into walls that just look like they might break. And, oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, it's weird because you've become this sort of, like, really obsessive, compulsive player when playing Zelda. It's just like, you've got to move every every rock. You've got to it's run true. into every tree. You've yeah. got to yeah. kill everything on screen every time. And it's just like... So cool. You gotta stop. You gotta stop. <laughs> well, once I realized I couldn't get any more than nine hundred and ninety-nine gems, I was just like, "What am I, rubies?" I was like, "What am I doing?" picking them up because I always picked them up. Yeah, 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 yeah. you couldn't. I was still them. I always just picked them up regardless. Why? I do know why. I know. I know why you picked them up, PC. Because if you ever left one, you would think to yourself, what if that's the one that lets me hold a thousand? Through one, I'm still playing. <laughs> no. Or is there? <laughs> yeah. I mean, this game had its fair share of urban legends like that, didn't it? Because people couldn't get the word out of what to do, this was like the... Uh, like the holy grail for people just to make shit up about it. It was like, it's like, it's like, oh, did you know that if you go to the ice cave and the fairies, if you uh, enter three times and uh, drop a bomb and then uh, enter back in, the fairy will be naked performing fellatio on an alligator. And you'll be like, I buy that. I, I, I think that will happen. Yeah, and then you call up your friend and you go, man, I just spent 15 bombs. What, you, what am I doing wrong? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I know a guy who knows a guy who's done it. Like, <laughs> There's always somebody else. That's true. Like, I, and, um, do you remember finding like a few, like some of the urban legends when you uh, when you did them? You're like, this ain't gonna work. And then the next thing you know, you're like, oh my god, chickens! <laughs> yeah, true, yeah. I hate those fucking chickens. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad that they put something like that in every single one, haven't they? They put something silly in, yeah, which is a really cool little touch. Well, it, it keeps it light, you know. It's it's a game that it's fun and you want to play it and you want to get you want to advance through the story and you want to see everything it has and you would we have to find all the secrets mm. but it's it's also fun you know and we're going to make sure it's fun cuz when you're playing it and you know you're 7 it's it's fun to to find yourself sitting in a you know a mound of broken pottery and thinking what am I doing <laughs> yeah, with my yeah. life, but it's also fun to grab a hold of a chicken and throw him across the room. <laughs> yes. So 
PC, you played it when you were really young too. Do you find that it still holds up today as in comparison to when you were younger? Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, it's just as fun as when I was playing as a kid. I, and I love going through it. It's just a nostalgia rush to play through the game and remember all these little secrets throughout the game. Yeah. And it, it, it's just a lot of fun. And I think it's held up perfectly well. I think it's just as I fun. I agree. Yeah. You know, it's one of those games that no matter how many times you play through it, you're going to forget something. And then when you go and you have to remember it, it just, I don't know, it's just a wave of nostalgia every single time. Like uh, forgetting how to beat uh, Muldorb or whatever his name is, the, uh, the worm. Hey, Mark. Hey, AP2. Hey. Yeah, yeah. All right, all right. <laughs> all right. I think knocking. Did someone, have, did someone have a bit of a problem with that? Oh, he kept knocking me off like every time. I don't oh, remember having a problem was, with him before. He was the toughest so far for me. Thank you, Harry. Um, <laughs> and you have to start over every. Well, that's like just today or no, just last night. I realized that you could catch fairies with your net. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's huge. Every time yeah. I died in, in in the palace, I had to start at the beginning. Oh no! Fight my way to the <laughs> boss, and with four hearts, beat him. <laughs> That's like, funny. Yeah, you gotta catch those fairies. Just I have like, no idea. I'm walking around with empty jars going, the fuck is this for? <laughs> what uh what did you think the net was for? I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I I actually Googled and I knew I could catch a bee. Yeah, that's true. So I yeah. caught a bee and I tried to use that on that friggin' worm and that didn't work. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> wait, you, wait, you used the bee on the worm? Yeah, <laughs> love it. He's just like, ah, that's mildly annoying. Yeah, <laughs> <Man>, get off. <laughs> Might cause him to fall off the edge. <laughs> yeah. That's hilarious. How do you like a taste of your own medicine? Yeah. From now on, I'm going to tell people that's how you beat him. That could actually be another YouTube channel where basically you just take old school games and just lie about what <laughs> you can do in them. have a favorite boss when you were going through it uh, my least favorite boss <laughs> yeah uh for this i quite liked uh what's his name hell Maroc king oh yeah, yeah. i just liked him he, he was a cool looking like thing as well just yeah, really nice styling on him yeah Which guy was this uh the helmet guy looked sort of like a monster version of slipknot you blow up his mask he's orange oh tail. yes, yes, yes. Yeah. oh yeah yeah <laughs> yeah yeah okay he's yeah, he was pretty cool yeah he is uh i think He's one of the he's one of my favorite bosses ever for his Zelda game. He's just mm-hmm. he looks cool. Uh, they all look so good though. And you know what? I know what they're supposed to be when I look at them. It's not like yeah. I'm looking at a yeah. massive colored polygons thinking, well, that could be a hand, <laughs> but it could also be a tooth. <laughs> you get it, you don't like polygons. <laughs> although, although saying that, there was one boss in this that I did remember thinking, uh, so his name's Argus in the Swamp Palace. Yep. And he just looks like popcorn floating around oh, right. a, an ice cream. Is he not? Yeah. Is I he not? Yeah. Cotton candy. <laughs> so, so it's like, the, I love the fact that beforehand it's sort of like, you've got knights, you've got worms, you've got wizards, yeah. you've got dinosaur kings, like you've got popcorn and a toffee. <laughs> <laughs> and then a butterfly. Yeah. <laughs> I love the cotton candy boss. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, the cotton candy, it reminded me of like, uh, 
all of the ghost clouds from Super Mario on a yeah, Kirby. You're right. Yeah, you're right. That's, yeah. that's, that's what I until I got all the clouds off, and I was like, "Oh, Christ, that's an eye. That's cool." <laughs> that reminds me. Do you guys? Okay, because did you guys see the chomps in the game? Like for uh, that were, I forget which dungeon they were in. But the chomps. Right. Yeah, the I saw that. Yeah. I, I I always forgot that they were in the game. Were there any other like Nintendo references in the game? Any other like Mario references? Not that I can think of. I think that's the only one. Okay, I was isn't, hoping there's more. Isn't Toad's real name Sasha Harelahala? Yeah, oh, that's right. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> well, the, the the ghosts in is it is it Oatcast Town? Right. Yeah. They, they look like the ghosts from Mario as well, except that they have weapons in their hand. a full 90 degrees as opposed to just sticking it out in front of you like a like a small prick um yeah <laughs> but uh i know i found personally that it would frustrate me because i would think i'm gonna swing and hit this guy and then he would stop at that 90 degree like it's a hard 90 like it's not he's not swinging 92 <laughs> he's and that i found that frustrating because sometimes i would go to line up an attack and i would miss and i'm perpetually at half a heart so yeah. uh i die <laughs> my god that half health warning thing is so oh, awesome. the bane of my life <laughs> why is that such a common thing in games too you should have the option to turn it off at the very least it's like I don't know why but I always just imagine you guys might not have seen it but there's a, a TV show over in the UK called Man to Man with Dean Lerner and it's like a comedy show okay. and this guy basically he's talking about um, seeing Def Leppard and going deaf at a Def Leppard concert and he's basically like, I had an awful tinnitus. And it's like, and it's like it was like this, but a bit less sarcastic. And it was basically like, and I just imagine that's the sort of thing that I can imagine him yelling in my ear when the half health thing comes on. I can see that happening. <laughs> uh, it's just one of those things. Because every, a lot of Nintendo games have it, now that I think about it. Yeah, it's punishment. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's almost like, ah, frigate, I can start over. Yeah. Like, I don't yeah. need to hear this. It's one help. Like, oh, oh, oh I just walked into that guy. I'm yeah. Just, well, hey, that's I the beauty the of the bottle of berries. It's like I got one heart left. I'm just gonna get hit. Not <laughs> <laughs> yeah. this. If uh, if you were better at our games, you wouldn't have to listen to this. That's what I hear. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. Play, yeah. yeah, play it, play it backwards, and it just says loser. loser. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. Oh dear. Uh, was there any other gameplay mechanics that anybody loved or hated or? Um. For the time, I would say that the flexibility of just battle options was phenomenal. I mean, I, I was used to playing. I mean, like I said, I did the, the Legend of Mana was my first game, and this was called cool. it's kind of like my second. But then I noticed that a few games afterwards, they would only give you like one or two weapons for the whole game, or like only a few. But this just allowed you to play how you wanted to play, rather than how the game was telling you to play, which is quite cool. It's true. Yeah. And the boomerang. Oh boy, was that a good thing? Love oh, it. that was great. I do love that boomerang. Oh, I have a question. Did everybody... First of all, how far did everybody get? 
I uh, beat the just yesterday, actually. Right, PC beat it. Good man. I got some uh, Mothula. That was it. Where at? Mothula, Skull Woods. So. Okay, very good. Okay, um, yeah, that's. I just finished Mothula. Oh, that's very nice. That was good. And I am currently in the Swamp Palace, hating everything yeah. with water. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's man. Yeah. That grappling hook is so cool, though. It oh is. yeah, it, it opens up so much of that dungeon that you didn't like. The whole time I'm swimming around, going, "This sucks." So <laughs> I get, and then I get that, and I'm just like, "Dun dun dun!" Just almost like they designed it for it, hey? Like, yeah, the hook shot is it's a and it's another one that if you if you go through and play more of the Zeldas, the hook shot is it's in all of them. You're never gonna not have it. Yeah. Oh wow. Okay. And you need that that thing that thing that rocks. It does. Um, but what I was really trying to get at was, how does everybody do when it comes to heart containers and stuff like that? Is anybody here terrible at finding them? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I'm pretty sure I had um, with the. I only got the the piece of heart that were uh, left over after the boss fights. Oh I really? Literally, I, I I literally just I, I didn't. I was looking, and I know that loads of people are like, "Oh, they're really obvious to find sometimes." And I was like, "Where the, where the hell are they?" When these people say, these people say like, "It's obvious," and they saying like, "Oh, if you go pull the switch and then wait twenty hours and then come back and a whirlwind is going to take you over there." It's like obviously, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, actually, no. To be honest, I did think I found one which was outside of the desert temple. And oh that yes, was, that was it. Now it's that was where I completed my first one. Yeah, I think I probably found most of them, uh, probably mostly because I remember finding them previously. And uh, yeah, I know, oh, know a lot of the secrets throughout the game and where to find them. But I think I probably did miss a few of them, but uh, I think I got most of them. That's good. Like, there was two heart pieces that I could not find. I actually had to give up and look them up. And I felt crushed because there was those two little heart pieces that I couldn't find. But uh, PC, did you get the um, the golden sword and... Like the red boomerang, like the G and everything else type of if, thing. If you yeah, ever, I'm pretty sure I got all. Of it. Yeah. Oh, what do they do? Like the golden sword uh, is just like an upgraded sword, and what are right. the other ones that you get that are optional? Uh, the upgraded uh, boomerang, the red boomerang. It uh, flies farther. Mm. Um, oh, that's great. The red shield. I, yeah, right. and you can get a golden shield later on too, which is oh. which can block laser attacks. Yeah, that's pretty good. <laughs> You see, this is where you tell P2 that uh, if he ever took the time to read our Twitter, he would have seen that you got the golden sword. Sorry, I'm not very good at social. <laughs> <laughs> bad. I am terrible at social networking. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty introverted. But um, oh, what was the other one? The magic cape. Did you get the magic cape? Yep. I, I, I think I got that later and really didn't use it uh, yeah, I know, too, late, too late in the game to actually use it so <laughs> i forgot all about it until i just happened to be walking by the graveyard so i was curious if you actually got some use out of it <laughs> oh the, the cape i actually had to look up because i kept i knew to hammer down the, the little dudes that bounce up in front of the spikes oh yeah but i just i couldn't figure out how to get through the spikes i just kept using fairies once i figured that part out i was like oh i can get through with respawns oh really but, you were going through that that's crazy yeah I, so I was like, oh, freak this. There's got to be an easy way. And it's like, oh, yeah, just walk down here, push this, and you're good. Oh. <laughs> everything's, yeah. everything's so simple when you know how. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I just walked through the whole thing, too, because I didn't have it at that point. I think I did do that. I think about it. <laughs> That's funny. 
I actually thought the cape was at the end of that, and that's what I was thinking. But it was actually just the invincibility thing. The staff. Yeah. yeah. yeah well, I mean, because I didn't collect all of the items, are there any absolutely pointless items that you pick up? Yeah, like the cape you don't need. The invin- invis- uh, invincibility staff you don't need. You can pl- complete the game without it. Right, okay. Yeah, I think, the- I think you can complete the whole game pretty much with <laughs> the basic stuff if you wanted to, but it'd be a lot harder, of course. <laughs> Yeah, the, just the regular sword and uh, shield and whatnot. Oh, true enough. You don't have to upgrade it. That's right. Because I did actually watch um, a speed run or a couple, a couple of speed runs of people doing this game just to yep. see sort of what I was getting in, in for before I started playing it for myself. Yeah. And my God, <laughs> to some of the like stuff that people can do, they've clearly played this game so much they know every <laughs> single intricacy of it all. It's just like. It's amazing with so many people. And that's the beauty of this game is you could play it a hundred billion times and still find something new every time. Mm. It's, it's a good game. And it has a fantastic soundtrack. Easily one of my top favorite, top five for sure, favorite soundtracks. Yeah, um, definitely. They better yeah. give it as a free sort of thing for the new one that's coming out. Like yeah. a little download code or something oh, for it. They yeah. might. That's a good point. My that ringtone is is the music. So anytime I'm walking across a parking lot or anything or through a store, if somebody calls me, I never <laughs> answer. I never answer. I let it ring. You just, put, <laughs> you just put your Pegasus boots on and you charge. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I'm at Walmart, I'm picking up flower pots and I'm smashing them on the ground. I'm like, what's up, bitches? <laughs> yeah. It, yeah, the soundtrack, though, uh, it's a fantastic soundtrack. Um, I'm really sorry, I'm still hung up on this image of you and Walmart smashing that and I'm imagining P2 behind you looking through the shards for groupies. <laughs> yeah, his wallet's already full, but he's got to get more. Yeah, it's just like, he's got like a little like the old coin purse is just like falling out. <laughs> we already have 9.99. <laughs> I gotta smash them all. <laughs> what am I, I need a heart. This beeping. Stop. <laughs> I'm just behind him beeping. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I do love the soundtrack. It, uh, it's great. But as I was saying earlier, man, it does get a bit grating after a while. It's just like. It's it's a re- there are some really well constructed tunes, but it's the same with anything. It's like repetition. Yeah. Can be the death. I don't know, the death though, for it. some reason, this game I just I could listen to it over and over. I never even noticed it. But... Yeah, me too. I, I mean, I, I'm constantly uh, humming along to the music as I'm playing through the game. It just <laughs> I never know. Gets old. Me too. I catch myself doing it. I'm like, oh, 
I was sick of it. <laughs> I think what it is for me is that I've associated some of the like the harder dungeons and the sort of really frustrating bits with the music. So every time I hear that music come in, I'm like, "Fuck this game!" <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> And they end up sort of just singing along, and then you would think that, are those the lyrics? Is that, is that what? <laughs> yeah. I'm Googling it. No, yeah, really. That's, uh, they released it. If you looked in the back liner notes of the book, those are the lyrics. <laughs> <laughs> of course, this was the game, uh, when this came out, you had the story in the booklet, didn't you? Like, you, did, you had the story that was being told in the game, and then you had the backstory that was actually, like, in the printed bits. I didn't have that. that. First one was like that. I, I did not know the Super Nintendo. I don't have the booklet though. Yeah, I know the fir- the first two for sure. Um, but that sounds like something they would have done. Does yeah. Because yeah. I remember I found a, uh, an extract uh, from the first game to read up on it just before, like when I was looking around, mm-hmm. and that just like it was really cool. But then people were just saying, "Yeah, this isn't in the game. You wouldn't know this unless no, you read you would. this." Yeah. yeah, yeah. Zelda Two is really bad for that because it's like. Yeah. The princess is another girl named Zelda because everybody's been named Zelda for a million years and she's <laughs> yeah. asleep and you need to wake her up. And the, if you didn't read that, the game just starts and you're just standing there and you're like, well, yeah. okay. <laughs> Let's go. get stabby. Yeah. <laughs> Why did they change the uh, thing to a side-scroller? Because they, they wanted us all to stop buying the game, I think. Oh, yeah, yeah that's it. <laughs> they thought, hey, gents, how do we kill a franchise? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> like, and then it worked, then they sold loads, and they were like, no, that didn't work. If it survives this, it'll survive anything. Yeah, let's get this out the door first, you know? Yeah. The game was hard. Hard as hell. I hated too. it. <laughs> that, was, that, was, that was some real emotion in that. <laughs> I, I hated it. Yeah. Uh, the graphics, they're sprites. I mean, we said it earlier, sprites are timeless. So, oh, bellissima. You know, mm-hmm. So I, good. Uh, I have a question, though. Why does why does Link, and if anybody can answer this, it'd be great, why does Link have pink hair? Because motherfucker ain't afraid to stand out. He's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. just sort of like looking around, everyone's like, it's like brown hair, black hair, blonde hair, pink hair. Yeah. Done. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, uh, I was playing... Uh, a couple of days ago, and I was talking to P2 while I was doing it, and I asked him the same question. He was like, what are you talking about? Because he's colorblind, so he has no idea what color Link's hair is. <laughs> really? I can see color, just, um, it's, it's, anyway. <laughs> I can see colors, I just don't know what they're called. <laughs> uh, yeah, but uh, I love the graphics. Uh, I don't, if there's anybody who disagrees, then by all means... Tell us, tell us how terrible sprites are, and uh, they're wrong. Yeah, yeah, that's right. You're wrong. <laughs> listen, to your, listen to your opinion and then put it in the bin. <laughs> <laughs> it's, no, I, it's an absolutely I, beautiful game, isn't it? It is. I think so. Uh, and I'm really looking forward to seeing the the next the sequel on the 3DS because it's the same overworld. So it's. Got, I wonder if. Because in my head, I mean, the sprites can do so much, but you obviously, like you mentioned with the uncle, where you thought that uh, it was a lot more gory when you were a kid. So yeah. your mind does input things, and I want to know if what they do with the graphics on the 3DS version are going to make it look exactly the way that I see it in my head. Mm. Um, and I'm really excited to see that. Yeah, I think it's a great-looking game, even to this day. It holds up really well. Uh, the graphics are uh, really colorful, detailed, and even little things they put throughout the game, like the flowers on the ground, how they kind of sway in the wind, yeah, and you, cool. you slash a bush with your uh, sword, you see the f- leaves fly up in the air. Uh, just little things. It, it just makes it look really great. 
Yeah, yeah. you can definitely tell they took their time to make sure that everything was detailed nicely. Yeah. And because, I think, um, wasn't this the, this was uh, somebody told me this was the first game um, to start, have a have a larger memory in the cartridge. Like a lot of them were using five twelve, and this one was the first one to use a megabyte, and that obviously gave them like double the space to actually make oh, this I know like, and put tons of stuff into it. And they used like uh, instead of uh, what did he tell me? Eight, something to do with color tiles. Like it had. Oh, the old games had eight color tiles, and then this one has like sixteen or something like that. So it's like they doubled everything. To, and this game just obviously looks as good as it does because they that's had the tech, uh, like the powers uh, to it. That's why he has pink hair. They were like, "We have an extra color palette." Yeah. Pink. <laughs> Done. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think PC really hit it uh, hit the nail on the head with the uh, the detail of when you cut the grass and the, you see the leaves go and the flowers swaying. That the little details like that are what make such a huge difference and you don't I don't think you don't realize it right away as you're playing it it's not until after the fact that you look back and you're like yeah it really it, it gave depth to the world it wasn't just running around on a screen yeah yeah and they um, they made like you said with the um, the tiniest animations they made them move and they had lots of frames obviously to make them move like when he uh, links running and his cap is like flapping behind him they didn't have to do that obviously it's but true. the fact that it does do it it just creates that nice little bit of immersion yeah, it does. And if only they would have allowed him to dash between screens, I wouldn't hate my life so much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have to ask, um, did this game stand the test of time for all? Uh, obviously, uh, it has for, for me. But uh, what about you guys? Do you think it holds up to where it was um, when it came out? Because it launched as this is the be-all and end-all of video games. And do you think it still holds up to that, that title? Is it what? your favorite Zelda game? Ooh. Absolutely. Uh, one thing I, I want to say about that is, is being that I never played it in, in 91 or 92, I mean, when I was playing it, I didn't think this game is 20 years old. I thought, oh, that's a great this, sign. Is, <laughs> this is this is so much fun. The You know what I mean? Like, I, at yeah. no point did I go, this is dated. It was, this is still fun. This is what I expected from it. And that speaks, you know, very loudly, considering this is your first time playing it. So. Yeah, I, I, I had, like I said, I can't wait to finish it. I was... Uh, that's great. I was rushing to try and get as much done today, but it, it's uh, it, it's 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 true. Like it's it's twenty, it's over twenty years old, and yeah. at no point did I go, "This game is twenty years old." It yeah. was like, "Wow, this is twenty years old." You know, like that's for me. That was the impression that I got from. Yeah, that's fantastic. Yeah, I, I think the game's really stood the test of time really well. I mean, I've probably beat the game probably about five times at this point, and it's just. I get the same enjoyment out of it every time. It just hasn't diminished at all over the years. It's just just a fantastic game. It really is. Isn't that funny, though, how you can keep playing it? No matter how many times you play it, it's still fun. Yeah, yeah. I want to hear what Retro J was going to say, because when you said, is it your favorite Zelda of all time, PC was a resounding yes. Herrick has never yeah. played another one. And Retro J was like, I'm going to pause you right there, P2. <laughs> <laughs> it is, without a doubt... In my mind, <laughs> the best Zelda game in the entire franchise. Oh wow! Hands down, I, w I would. I've played Majora's Mask, played Ocarina of Time, and this one, because of what it did for its time and for what it still holds today, is just it's just the best. It's just, I don't know. I, I, it's hard. It's almost hard to explain why without just saying you should just play the game and. True. It's something. It's it's canon, and 
like Ocarina of Time, you've got amazing storytelling. Majora's Mask, you've got amazing gameplay mechanics. But this had both, and it was way before them. I mean, how do you, like you go from Zelda Two, which was what some consider to be a very big dip for the uh, for the series, to come back with something like this as well, just a phenomenal, absolutely phenomenal. Yes. Personally, I can't really get into the 3D Zelda games. I tried Ocarina of Time. I didn't really care for it. Oh, really? I, it actually came with my Wii when I bought it. It was already on there. Somebody had downloaded it. I bought it used. Nice. And I played it nice. briefly, and I don't know. I just couldn't get into it. It's just not the same for me. Hmm. Then you're definitely going to have to get a 3DS to, to play A Link Between Worlds. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah you must be excited. <laughs> what about um, you guys, though? Did it, like reignite I mean because you guys didn't play it together did you because I don't know if you guys are in the same no. area or what no, so we are like, but no we didn't play it together and yeah we, so I mean so that must have been a completely different experience the fact that you did play it together as kids yeah and we, we the reason we, we didn't want to play it together this time is because of the fact that we had played it together before and we didn't want to come into into the podcast with um, the same notes the same things to talk about uh, mm. so it was it was really really weird I because I haven't played it since I was a kid, so when I started playing it, uh, it was like everything was. At first, it was like, okay, how's this gonna go? And then it was like it all started coming back to me, um, you know, boss fights and mechanics and things that the way to do fights that all came back to me really quickly. But what didn't come back to me was the secrets as fast. Mm. Um, and for P two, I think it was the other way around because uh, I never like I never had a problem getting knocked off of a ledge because I knew to stay away from the edges. <laughs> <laughs> And did you? Why would you tell me? You didn't just die. I believe you texted me and called me, (laughs) and you were you were you were distraught. You were like you were seriously hard up on that fight, man. It was was giving you a hard time. But but, uh, so yeah, I I loved it, and it was just as much fun playing it alone as it was playing it with him. And I for me, it is the it's it's my favorite Zelda game, and I think it's just because of the fact that anybody could play this. You could pick this up and play it and you wouldn't have any problem with it. I think once you try to, once you leave that house, you're hooked. Um, And that's all it takes is to walk out that door, you know? But the first step is the hardest. (laughs) (laughs) It's funny because I remember the first time that I, I played through it myself when I was younger. I was sick, homesick from school. Played through. That was the first time I actually finished the game from start to finish. I didn't complete it. I didn't get every item and everything, but it's the first time I finished it. And then when I re-picked it up when I started collecting them again, it was just a couple years ago, <laughs> and I was homesick from work, and I actually went through it all again. And that was the next time that I remember playing through it. And I got to tell you, it wasn't. It was only a couple years ago they did it, and playing it again today, it felt like I was finding things that I still didn't know about. So I don't know. I definitely think it's in my top two. I don't know if it's my favorite Zelda though. Because I really like Ocarina.
Yeah, so Zelda. So uh, would it, would you guys, obviously, would you recommend this to anybody else to play? Uh, yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Is there anybody you wouldn't recommend it to? The dead. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> we don't need zombies playing Zelda. No, exactly. If they do that, then they'll learn. They'll be yeah. like, oh, a bomb can be used. That's right. <laughs> if I just move my legs faster, I can catch them. <laughs> they'll be watching those skeletons that you meet really early on, and they're like, oh, they're jumping back when they get hit. That's <laughs> Pulling their head off and throwing it at <laughs> I hate those jumping skeletons. <laughs> so frustrating. <laughs> Do you hate them because every time you come up to them, you forget they're going to jump away and you yeah. swing that fucking sword yeah. anyway? <laughs> no, because I just keep swinging and swinging. Oh, yeah, I hate those ones. Oh, that, that, I think that that's, the, the, that's the test of a, of a great game, isn't it? When it, it can have annoying moments like that, that's things true. that would actually wind you up, but yet keeps you playing because yeah. there is that ineffable quality that it's got a hold on you sort of thing. No, you're right. I love uh, this game. Oh, there. Um, all right, so we're gonna we're gonna take a minute. We're gonna read uh, comments from our YouTube page, uh, from Twitter, and I'm not actually gonna read any from Twitter because I think the only one's from PC and he's here. So <laughs> just, just follow PC on Twitter and look at his Cartridge Club posts because they're great. <laughs> uh, and uh, Facebook. Uh, so um, when we first uh, first uh, came out with the announcement that we were gonna do this, uh, one of our viewers, James Anthony. Uh, he said that he had just gotten to the sanctuary with Zelda, and oh, spoiler alert! And uh, <laughs> and now he's off to locate the Elder. <laughs> yeah. And then he suggested that we do a weekly update video, which initially we told him, "No, we're not doing that, James. This is our channel. You don't." <laughs> and uh, the more we talked about it, we realized it was a good idea. So um, we, I think, we changed it to bi-weekly or semi-bi-weekly, but. Uh, <laughs> But it is a good idea. So thanks again, James, for the uh, the, the idea to do the update. Um, one of our viewers, his name's Fuma86, he said, I really want to play this game again because it's been so long, but I want to buy it complete and I'm too cheap to shell out the $150 plus it costs over here in Europe. I really like this concept, though. So, I mean, for the, the rest of us on here, we're in North America, so we're used to North American prices, but is this game especially uh, expensive in the UK as well as it is in Europe, or...? It is. It obviously depends on uh, like box quality and things like that. But um, to get like a base copy of it, it's nearly twice the amount that you would look to pay for Zelda Two, which is still quite expensive in itself. the The retro market isn't great in the UK. Um, I know a lot of people say that it that it is, and you can get some absolute steals. But for things that I would consider canon investments for retro gaming enthusiasts, they are way expensive. Um, for us, and it's usually because we're buying them from the American market and importing them, uh. because like we we actually don't. It's it's quite strange. The UK doesn't seem to have the same appreciation that the that American and Canadian people have for theirs. You know, yeah, that's the crazy. Yeah, so the markets are obviously bigger for you guys over there. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Well, they're. I mean, it seems small to us. We watch uh, other shows where they're out game hunting, and they're like. At swap meets where every second table is full of games, but uh, mm. for, we don't have that here. It's not that big where we are. But uh, I imagine PCs just rolling around in the big bin full of cartridges <laughs> right now. <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's got load, all those top loaders like stacked up against them, made a little fort out of them. <laughs> yeah, that's right. It's a throne. <laughs> um, and 
two 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 more comments to go. Um, Sephiroth2487, who is better known as uh, Dean Guandano. Um, I was calling him Dean Lasagna for about a week. Nice. <laughs> but uh, he uh, he wrote, my first exposure to the game was back on the SNES at its peak. I just remember the long hours spent trying to get that stupid book of Mudora off the high shelf. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, in, hind- yeah. in hindsight, that was a pretty embarrassing part to be stuck at, but we were young and inexperienced, I suppose. Over the next few weeks, we played almost every day after school, but all good things must end, and my friend ended up moving away to Calgary. Um, and without a car, that's kind of a distance. But he said it would be the better part of ten years before he picked it up again and played it, and he remembered it being a lot longer than he'd expected. Yeah, I so, did find that it was shorter. I mean, a lot shorter than I remember it being, being older mm. now, I guess, but... But yeah, I flew through it, but I remember taking months back in the day. Yeah, it, uh, and that, that happens with a lot of games, I find. Uh, I, remember, I remember the games taking forever and seeming to be you know, endless, and yeah. playing through them now, it's you know, the span of a week. You know? mm. yeah. um, PC, where you've played it you know, 85 times now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> how do, you, like, do you find the speed is faster Obviously, it's a little more faster the more you play through it. But do you find it's, you know, did it seem really long when you first played it as a kid compared to now? Yeah, I'd, I'd probably say so. I mean, like I said, I didn't actually beat it the first time I played it, or I don't think I did. It probably was a few years after I first played it that I actually beat it. But, uh, right. yeah, I probably played through it faster this time than I've done any previous time. So. That's fair. Right on. Retro J, when, when your father would let you touch the controller, did it seem to take a long time? <laughs> it did. That is a very questionable phrasing that you chose. <laughs> that aside, um, yeah, it definitely felt that that time that I spent on it, I, I think it's because I treasured it more because I was doing something really entertaining that it felt like longer. I mean, as a kid when I did it, it wasn't until I was a lot older that I actually did go through and com- get a chance to complete it. Yeah. But every little increment that I made on it, it was like, yeah, that's 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 good. Look back at it and be like totally fucked that guard over (laughs) (laughs) and that jumping skeleton (laughs) and and you probably play through it faster now than you did previously if you've played the game before you obviously know a lot of the secrets or remember Mm. a lot of stuff so you play through it faster now and logically so yeah you wouldn't i guess you wouldn't spend 20 minutes running outside the castle to figure out where the wizard went yeah True. We're trying to find a bush to get into the dungeon the first yeah. time. <laughs> One thing that, that I, I don't, it's not, it's, I, I guess it's more of a negative comment. It, the game itself probably wouldn't take as long if you didn't have to start at the top of the map every time you turn the game back on. That's true. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. You know, the one thing it's like, I want to save, and it's like, yeah, but if I save, I have to go back there. Uh, <laughs> all right, I'll just pause it and go beat my kids. <laughs> 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 you know, and that's the one thing because I don't get to play for hours at a time. For me, it was you know twenty minutes here, half an hour there. So I always had to be strategic when I finished the night because I always had to start off in the center of the map. And I used to hate that. That's true. I forgot about it. Well, I, mostly in in, in the uh, uh, the uh, the dark, dark world or the underworld. Yeah, but yeah. the other way, at least you could pick between the three different places. But man. That's the one thing that drives me nuts. But it's the only negative comment I have. There should be somewhere I can start. Yeah, yeah, a bit of a bit of a spoiler, but uh, later in the game, you actually do find a bird that will transport you around the light world, so you can pick where you want to go. 
Yeah, it's just pretty like nice. Have something like that in the dark world. Yeah, they should like that's where it should have been because, like it's I said, so you, could, you could always you could always save and quit, come back in and just pick one of your three spots, whatever's closer to the next. You know, right. but that was the like, one thing. Whenever I turned it on, it was like, oh, this fucking pyramid. <laughs> <laughs> That's so true. But other than that, I don't think it would take me as long to play it because, like I said, I just I, I have that automatic five to ten minutes every time I turn the game on that I have to go back to where I left off. Yeah. That's a fair point. Perfect. Uh, I think we've covered just about everything. Um, and... We're right around the hour mark, a little over, a little less with uh, gaps and stuff. Uh, I I want to take this time. I want to thank PC and Retro J and Herrick for being on the inaugural episode of the Cartridge Club. Uh, I want to say to anybody who is listening, both of you should definitely check out Retro J <laughs> and PC's <laughs> channels. <laughs> They're yeah, uh, fantastic. We they should be checking it out. They thank should. Thank you very much for having us. Well, it was uh, it was a pleasure. Uh, this went really well for our first podcast. We were a little nervous that things would be terrible, so we tried to pick the most uh, upbeat, outgoing people that we knew. Um, yeah, and they none didn't of, make it. Yeah, yeah, none of them were available. So. <laughs> <laughs> Um, we met you at Walmart when you were smashing pots. <laughs> <laughs> you want me to do what? <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah. Again, thank you very much. Uh, uh, Thanks for having me on. I, this was a lot of fun. Excellent. I'm glad you enjoyed. Hopefully, uh, uh, we're going to be doing all of these more than uh, more of these once a month. Uh, and I definitely would love to have both of you, all three of you, on uh, on again uh, for That's another game. Just before we go, I want you guys to plug your channels again. So, PC, tell us uh, where we can find you. Uh, my channel is called Dreamcastic Channel, youtube.com slash Dreamcastic Channel. And it's all about the Dreamcast, well, mostly. <laughs> I do other <laughs> retro consoles as well, including the Genesis, Sega CD, uh, Super Nintendo, NES, a whole bunch of stuff. So, Yeah, you do a lot of Dreamcast games. And I got to tell you, it's great watching, especially like your first look ones. Because most of the games that you're putting up there, I haven't played before either. So it's kind of like my first look too. Mm-hmm. And I've, I like it that way. And I'm, I'm actually looking forward to getting going Quackers now. So, <laughs> so thanks. Cool. <laughs> Perfect. That's and like such an under, underappreciated uh, console. Oh, it, and there's, it's like every time you turn around, somebody's telling you about a game for the Dreamcast that you're, you, not only did you not know it existed, but you had never even heard anything remotely about it. And Yeah, exactly. And you're like, well, let me look into it, and it turns out it's fantastic. Yeah, that's the that's what it is. It's just a console of hidden gems, pretty much. It's yeah. great. And Retro J, where can our listeners find you? Uh, so if anyone's interested in having a laugh at the expense of poor people, then come visit me, <laughs> Retro J at J Retromance. That's J Retromance with a J and a Retromance. <laughs> and uh, I am on YouTube. I'm also on uh, Twitter, Tumblr. Am I on Tumblr? I don't know, probably. <laughs> uh, social networking, etc., etc., etc. But you can also come and check out my new channel, which is coming out, which is called Tiger Fucking Uppercut, which is a review show based around retro games and retro news. Ooh. Perfect. Ooh. Uh, seriously, it, you need to check these guys out. They're fantastic. Yeah. Um, They're really active in the community. Yeah. Oh, so active. Yeah. yeah. And uh, they smell really good. So. <laughs> 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 That is, yeah. (laughs) Um, So for anybody who uh, is still listening at this point, um, congratulations. You've reached the end. And uh, thanks for checking out Cartridge Club Episode 1. And, oh, 
next month, uh, just so anybody who is listening uh, knows, the game for next month, it, where it's October, we wanted to pick a, a creepy game. Um, so we decided that the game for next month is going to be Silent Hill 2. Oh. <laughs> uh, so uh, I know they recently Dang. recently did a, yeah an HD collection on that and uh, the original as well. So hopefully uh, we can get some people involved with that and uh, we'll be recording that podcast towards the end of October. Just in time for All Hallows Eve. So uh, until next time, uh, this is P1 and for the Cartridge Bros, uh, I'm signing off until next... We really should have come up with an ending. Yep, we should have thought of that one. <laughs> I'm sitting here, I'm looking at this and going, we didn't write anything down for the end. <laughs> you need to make an awful pun on a cartridge thing. It's like, eject your cartridge. Time, oh. time for us to dust off. I don't know. There we go. Uh, don't blow on this. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> I'll just peter it out through there. Who cares? <laughs> um, Game over. <laughs>